You're listening to the teaching of Calvary Paris. For more information, go to www.calvaryparis.com. Hey, we're delighted today to slip in here and be with you and uh, share your worship and uh, share some things about Texas Dream Center. Uh, I've enjoyed everything going on here. You've got a beautiful facility and a wonderful pastor and staff, and everybody's been so kind to us and welcome. Uh, you've got a great atmosphere here. So I certainly commend you for that. And also, I noticed your missionaries that you're supporting back there on the wall. And I do uh, certainly commend you for that. I was a pastor for 34 years, my wife and I. And uh, I always felt strongly about missions. And uh, the last church we went to uh, was when we got there, their their finance was at the bottom. And, uh, and I asked, what are we doing for missions and they said, well, we're not doing anything right now. We can't afford to. And I said, well, we've got to change that today. If you can't afford to pay me, you're still going to give missions. And uh, look back, and they were very well blessed. And so God is a good God, isn't he? Amen. Is anybody that is not familiar with Texas Dream Center, would you hold your hand up? All right. Texas Dream Center is a drug and alcohol rehab for, for men in Deport, and then we are now working on opening up a ladies service ladies ministry in clarksville texas this is a one-year on-campus strong bible-based program we believe that jesus christ still saves we believe he still changes lives and so we um, believe if we can get them in the presence of the lord get them saved and get them to be uh, students of the Word, not just uh, periodically, but applying that Word to their life, and then teach them some principles about life. Uh, we want them to be responsible. We want them to be good good uh, stewards of what God has blessed them with. We want them to be good husbands, good dads, and all of that. And so we have a, a, a strong, intense program that we work with with these guys. They uh, come to us as drug addicts. They come to us as alcoholics. And I'm not sure if you realize how big a problem we have in America uh, right now, last year in America. I'm not talking about a foreign country, but in America, 70,000 died of overdose of drugs in America. These were sons. These were dads. And so we're just trying to make a difference. As a pastor, I've always had this on my heart, and uh, it's always been felt called to work with people that are struggling in these areas. And as a pastor, I, I have them in camper trailers and, and a lot of times in my front yard and, and all of that, or in a trailer park, we work with them. And uh, now, uh, years later, this dream that's been in my heart has never gone away. And uh, about eight years ago, um, Bob Stewart, who was trying to get the Dream Center going in Deport, called me and asked me if I would help him serve on his board, and I said I will. And I came over and I met with him a number of times as we talked about how we could raise some funds to start it out with, get it going. Uh, he was struggling in that area, and uh, and then he got sick, and the Lord called him home. Uh, my church was trying to. Uh, get me to stay in Sulphur Springs to open up a center there, but I, I felt really called to this in uh, Deport, and uh, 
uh, after Bob passed on, I go to his funeral. They asked me to uh, to preach his funeral. Uh, on my heart, I could not get away from it. I'd, all I about said at the funeral is, the dream will continue. And I walked away from there not realizing that I would be in any way connected to it. They met with me right away and asked me to take it over. And I said, I will. And then I asked that great question, how much money do we have? And they said, $30. So we started, I tell everybody, with a dream and $30. And God. And I will say that when you have God on your side, all things are possible. I'm going to tell you, he's a God of miraculous provision. Amen. And I could tell you, if I started talking about the provision of the Lord, it would be over and over and over how God made a way. That night, I agreed to take it. They gave, both brothers gave me $1,000 apiece. So we started with $2,030. And then two weeks later, a lady called me and wanted to eat an evening meal with my wife and I. And we sat at the table. She said, uh, I want to hear about what you're going to do with the Dream Center. And I began to share with her, we're going to have a strong Bible-based program. We're going to see captives set free. We're going to have people come in with all kinds of addictions. And God is going to set them free. We're going to disciple them and help them to get their life together to go back in life. And she said, I want to invest in this. And she gave me a check that night for $20,000. And so we began. Uh, we had a, uh, an awesome task, uh, overwhelming task in the beginning. The building had been vacant for a number of years. It was a former nursing home there in Deport. And uh, all the copper had been taken out of all, the, of all the units and hot water rooms and all of that. And water was running in every hallway. And so that's what we began. And uh, so we started working until uh, we run out of money. And by the time we run out of money, uh, the Lord would provide again. And I remember one time there that uh, we st- uh, we'd use that $20,000 up each unit. We have nine of those. cost us $3,800 to replace. And so we were just doing one at a time until we, you know, got more money. And uh, anyway, we were out of money. And uh, my cousin was doing some decorating out there in the front, and she she began to decorate. Uh, uh, she knew that I was struggling as leading this and having the money to do it. And uh, so my wife and I had, had walked away from our pastoral ministry, uh, trust God without a salary, and we were just trusting God, just trying to, Believe God. And uh, my cousin came to me. She said, I've been praying about this, and the Lord is about to give you $10,000 somewhere. And I said, well, I sure need it. And I go home, and, of course, my wife and I had been praying about this for a while, and, and this is a pressing upon me because I had bills due, and I didn't have the finance to take care of this and move forward. And uh, I go to prayer, and this is my great man of faith prayer okay you ready for this god i got to have ten thousand dollars for your project it's not my project it's yours and then i say some real wise words and god i don't know where you're going to get it that quick (laughs) but let me know that god's bigger than that the next day i was scheduled to be in a meeting in weatherford texas Uh, i was serving on a stake the leadership at that time of our denomination, and I walk into uh, the room. I, I'm about to get a cup of coffee, and a minister walks up behind me, 
And he says, oh, I forgot your check. And I'm getting my coffee, and I said, oh, yeah? Oh, really? He said, he said yes, we, we met with our church, and we're giving you $10,000. Now, that's a day after I tell God, I don't know where you're going to get it that quick. And I found out he had already set it up. That's the kind of God that we serve. And he can help us in all kinds of ways. We have about 20, uh, I believe it's 28 or 29 men uh, in our program. Uh, and these guys come to us as drug addicts and alcoholics. Uh, we have set up a little, we set up early on, set a little uh, website up and uh, used my cell number because we couldn't afford a phone. So they took my cell number and they put it on a national list and it went all over the <laughs> country. And so a lot of times when they're calling, they will call my cell number because it's still on that, on that, on that list. But it's been exciting watching God provide financially and watching God change lives. We have a sizable operation now. We have eight, eight vehicles at our center. We're at Indyport. We've been transporting them to and from work and picking them up and, and just going, going, going. You'll see our vans all over the place with our name on the Texas Dream Center. And now we have uh, opened up to start a, the ministry in Clarksville, Texas. This is a ladies' ministry. I have to be honest and tell you that people have been asking me all this time, when are we going to start a, a, a program for the ladies? And I said, we're not. They said, why not? And I said, i got enough problems. <laughs> I'm sorry. But I said, when we get ready to do that, we're going to let my wife take that over, and she has. And she... Uh, the, the building, the small church building on two acres was given to us. And then Trinity Christian Academy kindly donated those portable buildings. And we have two of those in Clarksville for, for housing, as well as a couple of them in, Clark, in uh, Deport. And so the Lord has provided there. So the building was given to us. A foundation paid for the moving of the uh, two uh, buildings we moved in there. And so we had that in place. I didn't have any money, but I had that in place. And then I had a, had a guy call me and said, uh, I want to uh, see your facility. I said, sure. And so we walk into the building there in Clarksville. He said, what are you going to do with this building? And I began to talk to him, acting like I was a millionaire, you know. I said, we're going to take these rooms right here will be remodeled. We're going to have... Uh, a, a real nice rooms here and we're going to we're going to build some more rooms here for offices and so forth and we're going to put nice new cabinets in here and we're going to build an apartment for somebody that can spend a night a worker and we're going to put some showers in here and remodel the restrooms and just just on and on just going through there and he said uh, uh, how much do you think you got to have to get this open I said well at least I've, I've got to have I got to raise probably 75000 before I start because we're going to do quite a bit of remodeling. I've got to have some money in reserve for staff because we're going to have to hire four full-time staff members plus one part-time just to oversee this because we have a supervisor on every shift. Our men's program, we try to have uh, as, as often as much as possible two supervisors on each shift or uh, as close to that as we can. And then we have a night watchman 
and we're going to have it have a night watchman there with the ladies and with cameras inside and out. Uh, and so I think we're going to have to raise at least 75000 And he said, uh, I'm going to give you $25,000. I had not asked for anything. I told God in the beginning, uh, I will do this. This is your, your project, not mine. I have no kingdoms to build. I'm not trying to impress anybody. I'm not trying to outdo anybody. I have nothing to gain uh, except just trying to follow you. But if you're in this, I'll do it. I'm not going to beg. I will not pressure anybody. And I will not worry Walmart to death. Amen? I'm not going to go over there and ask him, give me, give me, give me, give me. If you're in this, we'll do a work program. We'll depend on churches, depend upon businesses and individuals. And so we've gone that way. He said, I'm going to give you $25,000. And so he did. Uh, or said he would. And so on the way home, they were in the car, and they were talking. And, uh, and they called back. and said, we've changed our mind. We're not going to give you $25,000. we are going to give you 75000 So, uh, you know, that's one of those things that I couldn't plan. I didn't ask for. It was divine provision. So I'm one of the most uh, fortunate people in the world I have just stepped into something that God wants to do. And so as long as I keep it that way, if it's not my kingdom, then he can bless, and we're sure going to work on keeping it that way. I want you to meet some of the guys from the center. I'm going to ask them to come up. I always tell them everywhere we go, I want to hear the best-looking one first. I'm not sure how that's worked out, but, uh, but we'll figure that out as we go. The Texas Dream Center is, uh, is a ministry that's changing, seeing lives change. We, we can't do it. We, we're not smart enough to have a program that can do that, but we want them to have a major relationship with the Lord. You came back, so you're still the best-looking one. Okay. And so we want them to have a divine encounter with the Lord. If they don't have that, we don't know how to help them. But after that, we've got to disciple them. Like Lazarus coming out of the tomb. He came out alive, but somebody had to unwrap him. Even after he had a divine encounter with the Lord, somebody had to unwrap him and help him get free from the bondages. And so that's what we're trying to do. So I want you to hear the stories from these guys here. Did you have to push your way up here? <laughs> All right. And your name? Mason. And how old are you, Mason? 27. 27. And uh, how long have you been at the center? Uh, three months altogether. Okay. And you're saying three months altogether because you were there for a couple of months and you left and uh, you felt you had to come back and so you've been back with us now. So how are you doing? I'm doing very good. I'm doing a lot better than I used to be. All right. So you came to us because of what? Um, I've been doing drugs most of my life, but I kind of fell off on a heroin addiction, and it was a uh, it was going to kill me if I didn't. Okay. You know, we know that heroin is a is a is a road downward into total destruction. And so um, you've been with us now for a month, and so spiritually, how you doing? Oh, awesome! I just. Any problems I have, I give them to God because 
like you said, and what's been proven in my life and many others, he already has a plan before we even ask for it. So, I mean, why stress about it if God's already got it figured out? Okay. And so you came with a very good attitude this time. You came with a hunger, I see, in you uh, for the Lord. And so do you believe that if you keep going this direction that you're going to be able to have a relationship that's strong enough to keep you from any kind of a draw of, of addiction? Absolutely. Okay. And so if there's somebody here that had a family member that uh, was struggling and they don't know where to turn, would you tell them there's still hope? Absolutely. Absolutely. And where's that hope coming from? Awesome. That's from God through Jesus Christ. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. <laughs> he told me he was a little bit nervous in the beginning. He handled that real good. And you are pretty good looking anyway. Amen. And your name? Aaron Smith. Okay. And Aaron, how old are you? Uh, 28 years old. And uh, how long have you been at the center? Going on five months. And what brought you to the center? Uh, I started doing drugs and drinking uh, in tenth grade, so I was in elementary. Well, actually, it was I was ten years old. I was in elementary school, and for eighteen years, I was you know off and on bar hopping, parties, stuff like that, and uh, smoking marijuana. And the last year or so, I started smoking methamphetamine. I, something I never, I always told myself I'd never do, but um, they say marijuana is, you know, a gateway drug, and it may take you 18 years to get to that gate, but you're eventually going to end up there, and uh, it only gets worse and worse when that happens. So, Okay, and so uh, we know in, in America last year 70,000 people died of overdose of drugs in America. That's, kind of, that's the kind of problem we, we have, and had you not got help, you could have been there. Absolutely. So we're just appreciative that you came to us and really thank God for what he's done for us. Yes, Amen. <laughs> All right, and your name? Jordan. And how old are you, Jordan? I'm 23 years old. 22? 23. 23. All right. That's pretty good. And so what in the world are you doing in that dream center? I'm uh, just trying to stay sober. <laughs> okay, so you came with came because of addiction uh, yes sir and what what kind of addiction uh methamphetamines meth okay and what was it doing to you uh destroying me destroying you we know that people on meth uh, of course they have meth mouth and they destroys their teeth and and they uh become paranoid thinking everybody's plotting against them and all that that's that's a, that's a path of, of destruction in it so you you were with us before, and you uh, you felt you had it. You left, and you uh, didn't complete, and now you come back. Yes, sir. And so, how how do you feel you're doing now? Uh, I'm doing a lot better. Happy to be at the center. Okay. And and you know that you're giving it to the Lord. You got to give it all to the Lord. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Appreciate you. <laughs> All right, and your name? Mitchell. Okay, this is Mitch, and how old are you, Mitch? Nineteen. Nineteen years old. You and I are about the same age, aren't we? <laughs> uh, and uh, and you, you and I have talked about your hairdo and how that we could do mine that way, right? That's right. Okay. 
And so you're eight, 18 years old, 19. And uh, why are you at the center? Trying to get a better life. To stop living the street life. Okay, and so you uh, you went to court. You had uh, a lawyer that actually called me and asked me if uh, I would uh, uh, make contact with you, see if uh, you were a candidate for the program. He also told me that the judge was open to you coming. And so uh, how long have you been with us? About five months. Five months. So how are you doing five months into it? I'm doing good, doing great. Okay, you're also finishing up high school. Yes, sir. And so you finished? Uh, not yet. We're still working on it. Still working on it, but you're getting close. Yes, and that was also a part of uh, it's what the judge said. I want him to go to finish school. And so you're doing that while you're in the program. Okay. And I've been working, too, so it's been a blessing. So now you're working part-time and uh, as you go. So we're glad that you're a part of the center. Amen. <laughs> All right, and your name? Randall. And uh, we've mentioned this before, but you're from West Texas. Yes, sir. But we don't hold that against you, do <laughs> We're glad you're here. Thank you. And uh, what, what caused you to feel you needed to come to, to our center? I had a meth addiction for about 20 years. Addiction. Mm -hmm. A meth addiction for 20 years. What was this doing to you? It took everything from me. It took my family, my my kids, uh, my jobs, my home, everything. Okay. And so you came to us, and and uh, you've been with us a while, but you've struggled along the way, uh, and, but you've still stayed in there and, and worked at it. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. And you're working? Yes, sir. I'm working at Low Trail. Okay, and you're a welder. Yes, sir. I'm a so, welder. Okay. So how's it going even on your job? Are you doing all right? Yeah, I'm doing good. Okay. And so you feel like you're getting what you need to stay free from drugs when you leave the center? Yes, sir, I do. Okay, thank you very much. <coughs> all right. You dress pretty sharp. Well, I'm trying to follow you. <laughs> All right, and your name? My name is Malcolm. Okay, and how old are you, Malcolm? I am 38 years old. 38 years old, and you came to us from Hopkins County, and uh, the, the judge, district judge, called me and asked me uh, if I had a place for you guys. So you came to us court-ordered mm -hmm. to complete the, successfully complete the program, and how long have you been with us? Uh, I've been with the Dream Center for 11 months. Okay, and how are you doing? I'm doing excellent. Okay, so this is a program, as you know, that uh, I'm the, the dad, and so we've had some fatherly talks along the way and corrections and all of that, and you've handled it real well. And I, I appreciate you. I'm proud of your progress. Uh, you feel like you're getting what you need to continue to stay clean when you leave us. Oh, absolutely. I'm getting what I need and, and then some. Okay. And what about your relationship with the Lord? You, is that continued to grow? Absolutely. It's, it's grown a lot more than, than it could have been growing if I was going to the penitentiary for 20 years because I know it wouldn't have grown if I went there. Okay. So that, that's what you were facing 20 years when you came to us. And so 
if you successfully complete the program, then you're going to avoid that. Oh, no doubt. All right. Thank you very much. You. All right. And your name? Don. Michael. Yeah, when you're staying close to me, if you could just kind of squat just a little bit. <laughs> okay. And um, Michael, how old are you? 36. 36. And how long have you been at the center? Uh, going on eight months. Eight months. And you came to us because? Uh, I was an addict. Of what? Everything. Everything. So you just, whatever whatever, you whatever came in your path, that's what you were doing. it. And so you, you, how did you end up in the center? How did you hear about us? Uh, my mother had been pushing me to go for about two years, and I finally was ready for a life change. And so your mother had heard about our program? And so um, did she look it up on the Internet? Is that how she did it? Okay. And so uh, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing – it's a 180 from the life I was living before I came, and a lot better. Okay. So you feel like you're totally free? I do. I do. Okay. And so we got to keep, uh, keep going with the Word of God, and we got to avoid the uh, places and things that were in our path before if we're going to stay clean, don't we? Okay, so if there's somebody here, if there's maybe a mom like your mom, thank God for moms. <laughs> and your mom uh, found a place. And if we had a mom here that, that had a son that was in addiction, what would you say to them? It's, it's never too late. As long as you're still alive, there's, there's hope. And uh, so they need to encourage that son to seek help and come clean, right? All right. Thank you very much. <coughs> and your name? I'm Devin. And how old are you, Devin? I'm 30 years old. You can stand up. <laughs> you can. <laughs> oh, I'm you trying, are stuck. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You're all right, Devin. I, regardless of what everybody else says, I, yeah. I like you. <laughs> so, how long have you been at the center? I've been there two and a half weeks. And. Um, so you were with us before, and you left. You were not ready early, and so did you. What what caused you to feel like you had to come back? Because I, I needed more of the Lord in my life, and uh, I've been to other programs before, but this one, uh, my family has noticed, you know, progress from this program more than any other program that I've ever attended. So God is working. So we know that uh, the the it's a God factor. Of, of relationship with God and the Word of God, and I'm learning to apply the Word of God to our attitudes, our anger, our past, and our decisions that we make. So you feel like God is going to help you get what you need and, and uh, stay with it until you get completely free? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Thank you very much. We'll get you a step letter. <laughs> okay, and your name? Sean. And uh, Sean, how old are you? Between 30 and 40. Between 30 and 40. That's a pretty good age there. Yeah, I see. <laughs> That's the first time I've had that answer. <laughs> so you came to us because of? I uh, have an alcohol addiction. 22 years alcohol addiction. 20 years of alcohol addiction. And what did that 20 years of alcohol addiction do to you? It would uh, 
destroyed my mind, destroyed my family, uh, my marriage, every relationship after that, it just went down, and you know, because it was all me, me, me the entire time. You know, I just wouldn't worry about anybody else but myself until it just destroyed everything. Okay, and you came into the center with a very good attitude of being submissive and ready to uh, do whatever it takes to get free. So you're serious about getting free? I sure am, amen, all the way. Okay. And we understand that, that you've got to have a strong relationship with Christ, not knowing there is a God, but knowing him personally and him walking with you and talking with you and being your Lord, owner. So you understand that, don't we? And so, what do you what do you see in your future? You know, I I I I want to be a godly man. I want my kids to look up and see a godly father. Is what I want. I don't want to be in charge of my life. I want God to be in charge of my life. I've seen what happens when I'm leading the way, and that way I find myself way out there. And uh, I've seen what God can do, and I'm I'm willing to submit. And just let him lead my life. And like, so like he said, it's not too late. You know, I'm between 30 and 40, or I'm between 20 and 40. But <laughs> We're getting I, I'm getting closer, right? But, um, but that's what I want. I, I, I want to I follow God. I, I don't want to lead anymore because I can't do it. I can't do it. Only he can do it. Yes. Okay, we know the scripture says, uh, Jesus says, Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. And take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I'm meek and lowly in heart, and you'll find rest for your soul. And that's what you're doing? Yes, sir. All right. Proud of you. All right. And your name? Todd Parnell. Okay. And, Todd, you're from Sulphur Springs area. Yes, sir. Born and, and raised. Born <laughs> and raised. And, uh, you know, it's, this is amazing. You know, of course, we pastored six years over in Silver Springs before we came over here, but we have more people come from Hopkins County than any other place. Yes, sir, I realize that. <laughs> okay, so you know some of them. Yeah, all of them. Okay. Okay, so how old are you? 47. 47. And you came to us because of? A drug and alcohol addiction. Okay. And so, um, and also in trouble with the law? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had myself in a pretty good bind. Okay. And so they give you an opportunity to come to a program like ours to uh, avoid prison? Yes, to avoid pr uh, prison, but uh, I also believe that uh, in divine inter intervention, and uh, God had me down some uh, different ways just to build me up to the person I am today and to lead me to the Dream Center so I, I can have a better relationship through Jesus okay. with God. So God allowed some things uh, your way to help you get your focus on him. So he loves you, and, uh, and he wants to, to give you a special life. you believe that? I, I know that for a fact, yes, sir. Uh, my life has changed so much uh, since I've been in the Dream Center. Uh, my relationship with my family and my kids is back restored, and uh, I'm moving on to the next level. Right. Yes. So Jesus said, I've come to give you life and have it more abundantly. Yes, and so that's what he's doing for us. God bless you. Thank you. All right. And your name? 
Daniel and uh, Daniel um, what caused you to come to us well a lot of divine intervention and uh, heroin and just finding out about the Texas Dream Center okay you you had a heroin addiction strong a pretty strong one yeah okay and how long had you done this for about three years have you done heroin for three years prior to, to coming to us and so how are you doing today I'm doing almost 100% better. I'm still struggling because I have an addiction, but I am finding ways through the program, reading books, staying in my Bible, and walking with the path of God that he set before me, and I'm getting a lot cleaner. All right. So you you got past the, the drug addiction. We're, we're working on some other things, but you're, you're doing a lot better. And you've got, you've got this far by the help of the Lord and by the word of God. And uh, we have... Uh, God, the leaders there, supervisors that were former drug addicts that are able to help you. So this has been a good experience for you? Yes, it has. It's been a long walk, but I'm still going to get down it, and it's going to be a great run. All right. So you uh, are now working? Yes, sir. I have a full-time job at the Red River uh, Egg Farm up there at the eggplant, and it's just great. All right. And so things are going well there? Things are going well there? Yes, sir. I mean, I've I made a lot of friends up there. It's, a, it's almost like a Bible-based community there. We're all a family, and it produces almost 7 billion eggs a day. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay, thank you very much. I'm, and I believe they've got 1.7 million chickens there. And so it's a pretty good-sized operation. And uh, we're partnering with them, sending, actually sending our guys there part-time now. This is a new thing for us. We, all the vehicles we've had, we've run people all over everywhere, taking them, picking them up. Uh, and now we're going to do away with a whole lot of stuff. And we're just going to, after two months, send them out there and let them work there part-time. So your name is? Uh, my name is Matt. And where are you from? Colorado? I mean, yeah. Grand Junction, Colorado. I, I'm aggravating you. We, I know where you're from, but you, uh, you're from Colorado. How in the world did you from Colorado get to Texas? Um, I was at a pretty low point, and um, my mom found it on the Internet, and I, I called Pastor Ray here, and, and I came down. Okay. And you, you uh, went through the program, and because you, you've shared this. You spent the time. You didn't complete it completely, but... You just really didn't get what you knew you had to have. But you come back this time differently. What's different? Um, it's kind of, I came back to the Dream Center. Um, I wasn't putting God first in my life, and he's got to be the center of everything. You have to put him first. He doesn't want to be just on the list of things you have going on. He can be the, he's got to be the only thing on the list. And if God is first, then he is with us in all these other things. Well, the scripture tells us to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and these other things will be added to you. Have you found that to be true? Yeah. It's the only way anything's going to work out the way it should. You just got to let him direct your paths. Okay, so you're working through some stuff um, with, a, with a wife and, and a small child. Um, and so you're, you're having to just trust God all the way. Yeah, I just, I got to give it to him. Anytime I try to take it back, I'm liable to mess it up worse than it already is. But if I, 
I just got to give it to him. Okay. And so we are proud of your progress. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Let me leave you. I won't st uh, take but a, just a moment. Usually when preachers say that, that don't really mean anything. Second <laughs> Peter chapter 1, verse 4 says, Thereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. Promises. That by these were made partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that's in the world through lust. One of the greatest things you can ever own in life is a Bible. I remember getting my first New Testament as a small child. Thank God for Gideon's. Thank God for the ministry through the years. When I was about eight years old, I got my first full Bible. I was living with my grandparents. <coughs> they were raising me. And I got my first Bible. My grandma got it with S&H green stamps. Does anybody in here know what S&H green stamps are? Just checking here. I know that age, that dates me there, but but I'm going to tell you the the Word of God is powerful. I want to tell you, it's not just a book. It's a living book. It brings life to you. When you read the Word of God and it comes into you, life is coming into you. I encourage you to be a strong uh, believer in the, in the Word. Our guys read the Bible. They're reading the Bible through with a plan of a strong discipleship plan that they're doing in devotion. But that's only part of it. Everything we do, all the books that we read, and all the material we do is all connected to the Bible. Because I want to tell you, if God don't change somebody, they're not going to be changed. But I also tell you that if any man's in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things become new. And so we can come to him like we are in our bondage. He washes our sins away. Uh, a lot of people don't understand addiction. They don't understand. And, and I, again, as I have shared, uh, my wife and I were pastors for 34 years. And by the way, <clears throat> she is my support and uh, my strength and uh, one of the greatest moms that you'll ever find. And she's a mom to the center there. She walks in there. She was a nurse. I asked her to walk away from her job as a nurse and her pay as a nurse and work for us for nothing. Oh, we give her a little bit now. We're, we're doing better now. But she invests her life in the lives of these men. She helps them, pays the bills on time. I'd like to tell you that we pay our bills. Uh, we don't owe everybody in the country. Uh, we have a very expensive ministry. We have, again, eight vehicles. We have uh, eight full-time staff members in Deport alone, plus two part-time. We're uh, opening up the center in Clarksville. We're hiring four more full-time uh, ladies there and a part-time. That's in the beginning. We've got a high insurance. We've got everything about this ministry is expensive to have it in quality. We... Uh, we had to secure our facility. We have cameras inside and out. We had to hire a night watchman. He watches cameras. We know all movements. 
going on. Everything's recorded, any kind of movement. Uh, at night, uh, he's right there watching. So we have a quality program, and it's secure, and uh, all of that is expensive. But I will tell you over and over, the Lord has provided. We've not begged. We've not pressured anybody. It's been incredible, the provision of the Lord. And people call me and want to help, want to invest when I don't ask for anything. And so that's the kind of God that I serve. The Word of God is true. How many know it's true? First Peter chapter 1, verse 23, having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible to the Word of God, which lives and abides forever. I want to thank you for allowing us to slip in here. I want to thank Pastor McKay for his generous invitation and to uh, let us slip in here and share our stories. Uh, I would like to at some point, we're planning on putting a, uh, putting this in for, uh, printed form, a book form, and tell our story of a dream, $30 and a dream, and the provision of the Lord. And over 60 completing the program so far, and others that have got set free that were not actually did not come actually complete, but most of them that don't complete don't make it. But we praise God for everything He's doing, and thank you very much. God bless you.